Welcome back to the Flow Performance Podcast. My name is Ricky Dan, founder of Flow Nutrition and your host. On today's episode, we chat with mindset and performance coach Simon Williams. Simon is the director of Motivation and Performance Partners, commonly known as MAP, and Readiness Camps. He is a former AIS athlete, award-winning artist, and Psych K certified practitioner. Over the last 20 years, Simon has worked with Cricket Australia, World Surf League, AIS, NRL, and Olympic and Commonwealth Games coaches and athletes. During this time, he has helped some of the world's best athletes, international artists, coaches, and leaders to perform at their best. I first came across Simon from his work with Readiness Camps and instantly knew that he was someone I needed to connect with. We both share a love and maybe even an obsession for everything high performance, surf, snow, and flow state. I truly admire the work that he does, and it is a genuine honor to have him on the podcast. In today's episode, Simon answers the question, what's the go with getting into flow state? We discuss how to overcome performance anxiety. We discuss preparation rituals, common barriers to flow, and how to create environments to facilitate peak performance. If you find it valuable, don't hesitate to share it with a mate or post it up on your Instagram story and tag the Flow Performance Podcast. Any support in getting this content out into the world is greatly appreciated. Simon drops so much wisdom in this chat, so grab yourself a pen and paper, sit back, relax, and enjoy the chat with Simon Williams. Welcome back to the Flow Performance Podcast. My name is Ricky Dan, founder of Flow Nutrition. Today, I'm with a very special guest, uh, mindset and performance coach, Simon Williams. Mate, thanks for joining me today. Mate, thanks for coming uh, coming all the way to Nuriba for a conversation and a chat. Nuriba, is that? Nuriba. Nuriba, yeah. I knew you were in the Bi- Byron Shire, but didn't know exactly. <laughs> Mate, it's bloody beautiful out here. Yeah, welcome, man. It's it's gorgeous. Yeah, very, uh, very grateful to have the space and... Yeah, to be able to sit here and and be with you today, man, it's a, it's a pleasure. I'm very grateful to be out here and to have you on the on the podcast, mate. So today's question is, what's the go with getting into flow state? So as an exercise professional myself, I feel like we spend a lot of time really dialing in the physical training side of things. Um, we we milk the sort of one percenters out of our physical training and preparation, but very rarely do we look at the mindset side of things which is quite scary because if we don't sort of align our body and our mind, all of our skills, our physical capabilities somewhat get thrown out the window, right? So yeah, where do we sort of start with getting into flow state? What's the go, mate? What's the go with flow? I love that. I love, uh, I love rhyme. Um, mate, it's, I guess you want to start to look at, at it foundationally and, and what is flow? Um, for me and from what I've studied and from what I've learned and from what I've experienced, flow begins in a state of calm. So for me, calm is the foundational state for all high performance and the highest performance is flow state. So what can we do as individuals to create more calm in our lives um, off snow or off or out of the ocean, you know, off the skateboard, off the sporting field, ultimately, or even out of the office, whatever it is that we uh, that we do 
that creates pressure? What can we do outside of those realms that creates a state of calm so that when we step in to the zone or we step into the, uh, into the, the cauldron, um, that we have a greatest ability to regulate or to hold, hold ourselves into a greater state of control uh, and therefore being able to perform better. So I find that any practices, and we've, you know, you've probably heard and expressed a lot of these on the podcast, uh, you know, any practice that allows you to create a fundamental state of wellness, of health, and of, of calm, whether it's breath work, your food, your nutrition, you know, we've talked a lot about that. Um, the water, the sleep patterns, there's, uh, with, within MAP, we've, uh, we've coined this, uh, the fundamental seven, which comes into our state of calm, which is in one of our processes is the foundational state. Um, and we talk about a lot of those things in terms of like there's seven core practices that you should be focusing on every single day. And again, finding those plus ones that you talked about to increase your ability to physiologically regulate, um, because ultimately, high performance is just performance where there's pressure. And pressure's imagined, bro. Like, it's an imaginary thing. And it's a, it's a subsidiary of fear. It doesn't feel like it, though, when you're in that moment. It feels like the pressure is weighing a thousand tons, right? Totally. And if you can understand where it's coming from, pressure, ultimately coming from a state of fear, of missing out, of failure, of success, whatever your fear is, judgment... If you've practiced and prepared your state to not fear those things in the moment uh, or not fear those things leading into the moment, you're going to create a, a greater uh, a state of awareness, a greater state of an, a, or an ability to stay in the moment, staying present um, to create that state of flow that you're looking for. Because again, like flow is just presence under pressure. And if you, if pressure doesn't exist, then you're just present. So what we want to try and do is see, and we'll talk about this probably in a, in a later app, but in terms of ability and challenge that we'll, you know, how do you activate uh, a state of flow state? You have to have something that is challenging you to the highest that you've ever been challenged. So the highest amount of pressure that you've ever been under, that is really the only state or experience that will be able to activate flow state. But how do you stay within your calm state, how do you stay present when you're in, in a state of high expectation, high challenge? And that has to be prepared and, but it has to be, it has to start with a foundational state of calm. That, that, that's, that sounds very easy, but very, very hard to do. So how would you actually practice that? Is that something that you would implement into your training? That sort of those scenarios, would you set yourself up with a scenario to sort of create pressure to sort of expose yourself to it? Or how do you sort of approach that? In terms of mindset, I mean, working alongside a lot of tactical and technical coaches, you know, um, we can create those scenarios. Sure, we can encourage scenarios that activate uh, fear. And, you know, uh, within a business that I work with Ryan Tini in terms of readiness camp, we do that. Um, you know, we learn all the mindset tools and then we literally go out that afternoon and go surf and go wakeboarding or rock climb and go whatever extreme sport that we've got access to. We'll do that to activate those states of fear, of pressure, and then remind the athlete or remind the participant of what we're there to do and how we stay calm under that pressure and ultimately move through into a state of control and then into a state of flow when they're, when they're experiencing these new... Um, new experiences ultimately. So 
the practices that I would probably ask other coaches or even employ myself to create calm would be off, as I said, off the, off the sporting field to begin with every single day, fundamentally working on things that bring you into a state of alignment. Um, like we said, breath work, which we'll discuss later, um, whether we look at, um, the information that's coming in, you know, what are you exposing yourself to on a daily basis, whether it be inspirational, motivational, or whether it be suffocating, um, or deterring, you know, um, that's another thing a lot. I mean, we all have social media, but at the same time, like it's not often that we get on there and when we, then when we leave it, it's put us in a greater state than when we, when we turned up. So if that's a, if that's a performance tool, it's not working. Uh, so, you know, there's ways in which you can combat those sorts of things. Like, as you said, these are the things off, off the training park. Yeah, or off but the but that's, park. that's a proactive approach, right? Like I love that be. because that's, that's you stepping up and preparing yourself to the best of your ability. But let's say we've, we've done all those things. We're practicing mindfulness. Um, we're practicing being present. What sort of, what can we do if we're standing at the top of the run or we're about to paddle into that, into that wave, or we're about to make that big presentation? What are some of the strategies if we're thinking of these things, like we've got the fear, the judgment, the vulnerability, all these things creeping up on us, how can we then stay in that moment and perform or get into flow state? I would think, and I, I hope, hope this doesn't sound too uh, controversial, but I would think if you're in that state, you're not going to get into flow. If you're in a state of uh, already doubting yourself, of worry, of anxiety, of pressure, of fear, and this is your time to perform, unless you've prepared your mind, which basically the body achieves what the mind believes, unless you've prepared your system for that level of pressure or that level of experience or that level of performance, I think you'll find you'll, that your mind has already tipped this experience to more of a, a strain or a crisis than it would be a stretch, which is where the, the juicy spot of optimized performance lives. And as we talked about where flow state, sort of, it's right in that juicy spot of stretch and almost to the point where you, you're putting a little strain on yourself. I love those terms, stretch versus strain. I think that's so accurate because you are to be in flow. And as you said, we'll discuss this in, a, in another episode. You need to stretch that boundary of, of skill. And so that's, yeah, I really like that analogy. Mm. Well, yeah, there's, there's a particular way that we look at it with, with our athletes and, and performers. Um, and you can think about musicians as well on stage, actors in front of the camera. It's that ability to regulate or control yourself, your experience, you know, your emotions in that moment, because thoughts control feelings, feelings control actions, actions control thoughts, spiral up or spiral down. So in those moments where, as you said, if you're on the, in the performance or you're, you're leading into a performance, um, and you're experiencing things like fear or doubt or worry or stress, for me, it's, it would be the best case scenario would be to, to take a breath and get yourself back into control get yourself back to calm ultimately. And then from calm, you're kind of asking yourself, what is, what have I got to do to get this right? And then moving forward through the steps that you would hopefully go through. And again, we teach this through a thing called the cycle of certainty, which we've developed a map um, for all performance. And it, it's groundbreaking and it's 
killing it, right? And it because it's what's so, the name of that called? It's called the the cycle of certainty. Okay, have you released that yet? I haven't heard. Uh, twenty four, bro. Early oh, twenty four. Oh, exciting! You yeah. heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've all of the the performers, athletes, actors yeah. that I work with, uh, we use it. That's sick. But um, I would love to touch on very quickly. You mentioned breathing, right? What are we actually talking about when you say? Is it just focusing on the breath? Is it just being aware of it, or are you actually changing your breath somehow? Uh, well, maybe I'll flip it on you. Like if you were to, if you shut your eyes down and recall a, an experience that was heightening, stressful, challenging, pressurized, like you can kind of sense the whole body's going into, and you're not even there, but the visualization practice can, can put you in that moment. And I would think you would be feeling a, a little restriction on the lungs, on the chest, on that, on the system tightening up, you know, seeing the threat of what's about to happen or the possibility of, of again, whatever's going to happen at the unknown, the fear of. It's like, how do we create more of a state of expansion rather than restriction? So the breath is ultimately the best thing that does that because the breath controls the heart, right? So the, the, I guess the, the one from the research, the, the breath that we teach, um, is I haven't coined a term for it yet, but I just focus on like, it's a, like the BCB, like the belly chest breath and it's two in the nose, four out the mouth. And again, it's a combination of a few things, the shamanic breath, the alkaline breath, you know, these are things from, you know, the esoteric space that we dive into a little bit too. Um, but it's ultimately when we talk about the breath, the practice of it is putting yourself back in the moment. Cause as we said, presence, that's where high performance lives. When you've got trust and faith, you can be present. And obviously the opposite of trust is doubt. The opposite of faith is fear, right? Or worry or anxiety. So it's like, how do we create the opposites of those? And it's to take, remove that challenge at all doesn't exist. So let's say you're st standing in front of a 50 footer and it's the first time you're a thread bow and you know, you've, you've got to drop in on this thing and invert or whatever it is that you've been practicing an airbag or, you know, you, as you said, the, the surf's jacking up to, you know, used to four foot and it's now six to eight and it's heavy, you know, and you've got two options. You either ride it out and you work it out or you ride in, you know? So if you want to have a crack at it, like the idea would be to, to get yourself calm. And again, this is why you can't expect to just turn that on if you've done zero preparation. You can't expect your body to go, oh, yeah, we know what to do. We know how to get calm. We know how to, how to feel like we're in control in this out of control situation because you haven't done anything for it. So it's like your body's just doing what it's meant to do. It's, to, it's telling you that you don't know what you're doing um, and it doesn't trust you. So the mind is built to see the threat. The mind is built that's the way it's built. It's kind of, kind of like it's, it provides you with the knowledge that you're in trouble or that there is threat and that you need to do something different, not what you're about to do uh, in order to stay safe. That's its job. So if you can provide the mind with the resource or the solution to that problem, it will go, ah. so you do know what you're doing. All right, we'll get out of the way and let you go. And then if you've trained your, again, the heart, which is the area for, for trust. And if you've trained your purpose, your gut, your soul to make sure that you can, can go forward with courage, then you can then ultimately, as we said, commit to the thing that you want to do. But in that moment, but like I was saying, if you haven't really prepared any of this stuff before you've hit that, 
it's really going to be quite challenging to to do any of it with any sense of satisfaction at the end. Like, because fear, like, and again, like, I'll ask you the question. Like, let's say we were to drop you on on a 50 today and it was either do it, do it or die kind of thing. You'd, you'd take it on. But once you landed, what would you feel? Oh, just the best feeling in the world. Oh, let's say I landed successfully. I haven't eaten shit. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> I've stomped it, right? So let's say you, like, the idea is, is that you're standing at the top of the, of the run. Yeah. And you have to do this thing. Yeah. Like, and the idea is that if you're dropping in, in a state of fear. Yeah. And you land, the, it's, you don't experience that sense of satisfaction. It's more of a sense of relief that it's done and it's over and you didn't die. Yeah. So that's so unsustainable as a high performer living in a state of fear and then, and relief being the, cause your brain will give you the dopamine for that. I mean, we talk about the cheetah and the gazelle a lot in terms of mindset, but, and they've both got goals, but one of them is in, in a state of fear their whole life. The other one's in a state of, of love, of desire. So as a high performer, you must, you must get yourself into a state of, of love, of desire, of want, and then move into that, you know, ability to feel satisfied as you go through experiences because of your practices. Um, so as I was saying, going back to that state of fear, my, the idea of bringing that up was to say that you, at that moment, like how do you get yourself out of the state of fear? Like you're asking about performance, how do you get back to calm? It's like, well, you've got to provide your mind with the resources, the solution, so that it doesn't fear what's to come. So letting go in a way is the skill, right? You just need to take a step back and then let your body do what it knows what to do and not let your mind sort of take if over. If you've done the work. If you've done the work, yeah. Yeah, that's I right. can't go and surf pipeline tomorrow because I haven't done the work physically to be able to do that, right? Um, so it's the combination of that. This, yeah, <laughs> totally. So, you know, practice does come into it for sure. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the time, you know, and I think this is probably something for the listeners too, is that, you know, they're probably saying, well, what about all those times you do something you've never done before? You know, like what, what happens if this is the first, you've been practicing for the 50, but you've never hit the 50. What happens if it's, you know, like you've been training for a specific thing, but this is the first time you're doing it in real performance. And if you haven't done a lot of the practice, then I would say that the thing you fall back on then is process. And if you haven't really got a process or your process is, you know, as we said, uh, mental and, and not physical, then you go back to the past. And what have you done in the past that has allowed you to, to believe that you can achieve something that you've never done before? And we've all done that. Like we did it since we were a kid. Like, you know, I always use the analogy of the, of the baby. It, it, the, it didn't know how to walk until it tried and then fell and then tried and fell and tried and fell. And then all of a sudden, you know, 40 years later, however old we are, me, well, me, not you, but we're, we're running, we're jumping, we're doing all the stuff without even thinking about it. It's become unconscious, you know? So it's the same sort of thing. You go, you drop down, you know, practice is obviously the greatest form of, of preparation, but making sure you're practicing the right process. And then you've got the past as well. That's going to allow you to call on if you need to, if you, if this is the thing that's going to get you to go, um, because ultimately, as we said, in that moment, in order to commit to the thing that you want, to the dream, to the progress, 
you've got to have a process. And if you haven't got a process to rely on under pressure, then like I said, I'm not sure. One, you're never going to hit flow. and yeah. But two, I don't think you're going to either enjoy it um, or you're going to dominate it at all. Oh, mate, there is so much in there. I'm just reflecting over my own practices. And I was just thinking back to uh, Kadrona. I was just in New Zealand a couple of months ago. My pro- I did not have a process hitting some of those those big jumps. My process was, fuck it, why not? <laughs> and it worked in a way. But, mate, that all makes so much sense. And I feel like we could talk about this for hours. Um, we'll probably have to leave it there for today's episode. But, mate... There is so many gems in there I think the listeners are going to absolutely love and get heaps from. So thank you so much for sharing your your wisdom and your knowledge in today's topic. If people have further questions, um, they can hit us up at Flow Nutrition or uh, you guys directly at map underscore life on Instagram. Yeah. That's, that's Instagram. M-A-P-P underscore L-I-F-E. Beautiful. Yep. Um, and I would also highly recommend checking out the Map Life podcast for some more epic chats um, with literally some of the world's best performers, athletes, coaches, musicians. Um, so make sure you check that out as well. Uh, but yeah, thanks again for jumping on, mate. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in. We'll catch you again next week. Cheers, bro. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Flow Performance Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the chat and found loads of value that you can use to fuel more flow state in your life. If you did enjoy the content and want to support the podcast, don't forget to give it a five-star rating, leave a review, or even better, share it to a mate, post it up on your Instagram story, and tag Flow Performance Podcast. We really do appreciate any support in getting this content out into the world. So thanks again for tuning in and we will catch you again next week.